Sometimes you work and work and work on something, and it seems like it's never going to break and never going to happen well. Today, I'm going to tell you about one that is finally broke and is happening now that we have been working in. We've been involved with those that are working on this in at least five or six or seven years. Stay tuned. Welcome, everybody. We're glad you're with us today for All Things Apostolic on, what is this, Tuesday on June the 6th, and we're excited to be with you today. Yesterday was my first day back after having uh, a full knee replacement, and uh, that was now like three weeks ago. Um, And so everyone says, well, how are you doing and what's it like? Well, that second question of what it what is it like? I'm not sure anybody can fully answer that because it seems like everybody has different responses to what it's like. So uh, maybe it affects everybody differently. I know some people said it was the worst pain they ever had. There you have it. And um, and then I had some say I didn't have any pain, which is pretty, uh, pretty remarkable from my experience. Um, and uh, some people, they recover quicker. And some people, it takes longer. And uh, I don't think it has anything to, diff- to do with just preference. It has to do with how quick they heal. All kinds of interesting dynamics in this thing. But anyway, we're doing good. And I don't think we're supposed to be here today, but we are. So here we go. There are certain things you have to do, though, that you don't get blood clots and you don't get all kinds of other terrible things that could happen. But we're here, and we're happy to be here with you and to talk about some of the amazing things that God is doing. Yesterday, I talked to you about uh, Cali, Columbia, and some of the things that are going on right now that I think have implications for all of North America. I think they have implications for Central and South America, just the Americas. Uh, I think it could be the start of something that could rumble across um, this continent in a way that maybe has never been done. Because it's an amazing thing what's happening is it's growing to be where they're the fastest growing thing in the world is Pentecostalism. That is people that if you ask them, what are you religiously? They would tell you, I am a Pentecostal Christian. And Pentecostal insinuates that they receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues or they know that it's available for them at least, and, um, and that it is a good and positive thing. It hasn't ceased to happen. It's still here for us today. Uh, and that is growing around the world. In spite of the fact, I, I have to smile when I hear some of these uh, preachers that are so adamant against Pentecostalism and so adamant against speaking in tongues and so adamant against the idea that people still receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost just like they did in Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, and they are just all, just they all get all in an uproar about it. In the meantime, tens of thousands of people continue to receive the Holy Ghost around the world. With that, there are hundreds of thousands of people that are being baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. And so they have a, there's, a, there's a total fulfillment here 
a complete fulfillment here of what Peter prophesied in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38 when he said that the promise is unto you, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises unto you and to your children and to all those that are afar off. And I, I often say nobody can get further off from the day of Pentecost than this very second that I'm talking to you, because in terms of time, that's a new record set every second of how far off we are from the day of Pentecost, all those that are afar off. And in terms of geography, from where I'm talking to you right now is just about as far away from Jerusalem as you can get and still be on planet Earth. Uh, so, so we're afar off in that sense also. And I have the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues and the power of the Holy Ghost to fill us just like they did on the day of Pentecost certainly has not ceased. And now there are not just millions, but hundreds of millions. This is not an exaggeration. Hundreds of millions of people are receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Until today, they would tell us that at around 10% of the world now identifies themselves as Pentecostal. So God's doing some great things. So we just heard yesterday about uh, the revival, and and Pastor Young's probably talked about it, and and uh, Evangelist Dross, and I'm sure others are talking about it. The 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 crusade service that was just held in Cali, Colombia last week, in two nights, um, over seven thousand people received the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. In fact, they tell us right now that. The fastest growing uh, religion by far in South and Central America is Pentecostalism. It's replacing Catholicism as the largest um, religion in America. So Pentecostalism is not a religion of its own. It is it is patently Christian. It is the most it is the most patty Pentecost thing. <laughs> it is the most basic Christian definition of Christian that you can possibly get which is the Spirit of Christ living in us as evidenced um, through speaking in other tongues. So, uh, and the fruit of the Spirit in our lives and the, trans, the, the, the transformation that takes place in our lives when we receive the Holy Ghost. So God's doing amazing things. And in this revival, 7,000 received over that received the Holy Ghost. And there's a, now there's another, there's another crusade set up for next year if God tarries. And there is also um, a tremendous open door in one or two other nations now that want the Crusades in their nations. Who knows where this is going? And so why would anybody oppose this? My Lord, this is hard for me to understand why people want to gainsay what God is doing. Why would you want to do that? Why wouldn't you want to just get on board and celebrate what God is doing? So... So um, anyway, that's that. And um, uh, today I want to talk to you for a little while about, now this is personal with me, but personally this is a very exciting uh, testimony that I want to give you today, that God is doing amazing things in a local church, a local church that I personally, by the kindness of the pastor, 
have been deeply involved with, I would say, for the last five or six years, maybe more, maybe seven years. And uh, the pastor was a student, an incredible student in the master's program and was in the courses that I teach, went through them, grasped it, has a tremendous grasp of these things, saw that this could apply to his local church, very, very obviously it could apply, made application of the principles in a context of a spiritual anointing, and and yet it was like it didn't it didn't take off. And so we kept working on it and I kept coming to preach there several times and and he kept in touch with me and he kept working on this and some of the men in his church kept working with him and they were praying the church was seeking God. Uh, and finally, the big word here is finally, there is a breakthrough that's not going to stop by faith in this local church. And I want to talk to you about it today. This is in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, and the pastor is Aaron Dunn. He and his wife and two girls have been pastoring there for a number of years. This has been a good not a large church, a, a small church, but a very good church for, for a number of years. But it's never broken through to what we would call real revival. Now, I would say to you, and we don't have to get off in a discussion of this unless you want to contact us, we'll be glad to discuss it. But I would say to you that churches oftentimes can go years and never have a break out of the Holy Ghost that is sustainable. People have revivals, few people get the Holy Ghost, then they, they go back to the, the rut they were in or whatever, and uh, nobody else gets the Holy Ghost for a while, then they have another revival. But revival is sustainable. And so these sustainable models of, is what we work on in our, in our presentation of leadership material uh, in the Master's Leadership Program, which pastors, if you have not been through that and you're looking for revival, there's not very many people that go through this that do not come out being one of the leading churches in their area, one of the fastest growing churches in their area, one of the strongest and holiness churches in their area, and one of the churches that's having robust revival on a sustainable level. We're not talking about just a revival every March and hope somebody gets the Holy Ghost. We're talking about ongoing revival in the church. And so, but before that happens, oftentimes, I've seen this, I've experienced this personally in starting uh, two churches. I would, I would say to you in pastoring four or five churches, but I would say to you that there is oftentimes a spiritual stronghold that prevents the move of the Holy Ghost uh, breaking out in that city and getting traction to where it continues to move forward and where people are on a regular basis are receiving the Holy Ghost. Now, there may be a Tuesday night they don't receive the Holy Ghost, but the following Sunday somebody receives those. Or even if they skip a Sunday, the next Sunday people are receiving the Holy Ghost again. It's a, it's a sustainable thing. It's what ought to be going. God brought into the church daily such as should be saved. So, uh, we just had people baptized in our church last Friday morning. I don't even know who they are, but there was one of the ministers down there baptizing a couple of people. So this daily thing is where we're is where we're heading. 
And so this church in Broken Arrow, pastored by Pastor Aaron Dunn, he had taken these courses, he had prayed, he had fasted, he had sought God. We'd been there, we'd taught for hours there. We, we preached there, we love those people, what a great church Broken Arrow is. Uh, even though it wasn't large, it was a good church. And they just kept pounding. One, one scripture in Jeremiah says, the, the, the word of God is like a hammer that breaketh a rock in pieces. So some things you get by just really having uh, good understanding and things just easily broke, break open. There's other things that don't come that way. You gotta, you gotta ha- swing the hammer, and you gotta keep hitting it until that thing cracks, until it starts breaking. You, there, there's a sustainer, and so Pastor Dunn and the people in that church have learned the sustainability part of this, and they've learned that you've got to keep pushing, and uh, and finally this thing began to break. Now it began to break several months ago, and he told me that he said we've experienced several healings and several financial miracles, and our attendance right now is now at record numbers. This is so exciting to me. And uh, within the past year now, they've baptized 43 people in Jesus' name, and over 25 have been filled with the Holy Ghost. But just since the first of this year, 2023, 27 people have been baptized, and at least 20, maybe more, have been filled with the Holy Ghost. Okay, so you can see here, this is real. This is breaking. If you've got over 20 people receiving the Holy Ghost in the first five months or so of the year, then you're looking at uh, you're looking at a sustainable possibility that's taking place here. And he says, it is happening. Uh, uh, Dr. Wilson, and I know it's going to continue to happen uh, because the, the sustainability model is there. And so they have broken through those resistant strongholds. Now, they're still going to be there, but they're, but they're going to get weaker and weaker and weaker. And this church set its face in this direction. That's been now five, six, seven, maybe eight, I don't know, years ago that, that we started pushing here. And it shouldn't take that long, but if it does, it does. And so um, uh, pastor was determined to not accept no for an answer. And so uh, all the way back to August of, of 2022, their outreach team started knocking on doors and um, uh, they, they kept track of it. They said on, on Saturdays, we knocked on 1,966 doors and on Sunday, we served 538 breakfasts on Sunday mornings. Listen, that's a lot of, that's a lot of Sunday mornings. You just, you just add that up. They just kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it. And those outreach efforts alone have produced 17 baptisms and 11 people filled with the Holy Ghost. So the days of outreach is certainly not over, but it's part of the package. The church has to have an indraw. The outreach is not the strongest thing that makes a church grow. The indraw makes it grow, something in it that has a magnetism to it. That's why we often tell pastors, look, find some non-threatening events to do in your church. That people will come that are that are delicious, <laughs> that taste good, that people enjoy, have a friends' day if nothing else with free dinner and and so forth. Get them in the building. That's the purpose of that meeting is just getting them in the building. It's not to convert them. It's not to preach them. Just get them in the building. Why? Because they get a 
acquainted with the building. It's not strange to them anymore. And besides that, they meet people and they, they find the love of God in that place and they make friends in that place. And, and so uh, on two occasions, uh, God let, led Pastor Dunn to people who were suicidal. One of these came to church with their arms still bandaged from a failed attempt to kill themselves. But now, now, not now, now they are born again of water and of spirit. And uh, one of them is a lady, and uh, she don't even look the same. She, she looks years younger. And so these are things that are taking place, that this church, if, if your church has had a little struggle getting going, don't, don't, don't give up. Don't freak out. Just, just, just hang on. And, and God's able to help you. You need to connect with some of us that will, that will help you here. Not that we're any big deal, but there's some things we have revelation that God has given to us that we want to share with you. And so another thing he did, he just, he just wouldn't quit. In 2021, he began preaching a Spanish Bible study after Sunday morning service. In 2022, this Bible study has become its own Sunday morning church service held concurrently with the English services. And there's been people from there that's been baptized and received the Holy Ghost. So if your church has this bias about multiculturalism, then you've got a long ways to go. You need to get the church prayed through, number one to realize that God loves every people equally. And the church is the great big family of God that is the place that fulfills what every government program wishes they could fulfill. And what everybody that's trying to, with dollars, trying to resolve racism and all that, that's not where that's going to happen. That's going to happen in an apostolic church where the love of God flows through that place and brings people together and makes them realize that the color of their skin is a last thing of importance in their life. They need to come become a part of the family of God where we become brothers and sisters. So all of that is part of a church getting their act together in this last day. And already here in Broken Arrow, they're in need of a bigger facility to hold their growing congregation. In June of 2022, a retired couple came to their church and uh, or was already in their church and felt a burden to begin teaching Bible studies in a little childhood home in Oklahoma uh, called Clayton, Oklahoma. I don't know if any of you know where that's at. It's about a two and a half hour drive south of Broken Arrow. In just a few weeks, a handful of people began to regularly attend there. And for a few months, they were tasked with finding a permanent space. And somewhere along the road there, a local businessman who owned several businesses and properties heard about what was happening. He offered them the free use of one of his storefronts on Main Street. And now the storefront has been updated. A new sign's there that appears in the window, the Pentecostals of Clayton. Their burden has become the talk of the town and new people are joining their Monday night Bible studies. It's just a matter of time until someone there gets baptized and receives the Holy Ghost and the stream starts there. So you never know. Here's some of the miracles Here's that I'm just telling you now. A few months ago, a man flew from the Northwest to Tulsa to be baptized at a well-known non-denominational church. Well, he was a friend with a, a member of, of the church in Broken Arrow. And they met with each other and I guess had lunch together. The meeting turned into a Bible study, which turned into Revelation. And the man changed his plans and was baptized at the church here in Broken Arrow in Jesus' name. And here's a remarkable part of this story. Pastor Dunn says, after I baptized him, he remained seated in the baptismal tank. Now he's baptized, he's just sitting in the baptismal tank. He said, without me telling the man to do anything, he methodically began removing his various pieces of jewelry. Jewelry. 
He removed a nose ring, a necklace, an earring, a wedding ring. After stepping out of the water, he ran his fingers through his hair and said, I need to get a haircut. So this nobody said anything to this man, but the Holy Ghost said something to this man. And this led to the rest of his family being baptized and being filled with the Holy Ghost. So it's so exciting to see what God is doing here in Broken Arrow and what God is going to do. So Pastor Aaron Dunn and uh, Alex and Sister Stacy and Sherika and Aaron. Okay, so there's, uh, there's the whole bunch. Uh, we are so excited about what's happening and we are on your team. And uh, I hope this has been a blessing to everybody that's with us today.